All right, here we are. I'm trying to find people to ask uh, about some Bitcoin, but most people think that I want to sell them some Bitcoin, but we're going to give it a shot. Hey, how you doing? My wife and I have a YouTube channel. We're asking people about Bitcoin. I'll give you some Bitcoin if you answer a couple questions. No? Okay, all right. We tried. What's up, guys? Ryan and Stacy, the crypto couple here, and you're listening to the Bitcoin Rebel Podcast. We're certified Bitcoin professionals and cryptocurrency educators dedicated to spreading the word about the Bitcoin revolution. For generations, we've allowed the banking establishment to control our value and swindle our future through the hidden tax of inflation, and no solution existed until recently. Bitcoin allows us the first opportunity to throw off the banker's shackles and institute a monetary system for the people, of the people, and by the people. This nonviolent revolution will be fought and won peer to peer as one dollar at a time is converted into Satoshis. We're here to document the revolution and bring you the tools to transition into a new monetary paradigm. Come for the profits, stay for the Bitcoin revolution. Welcome to episode two of the Bitcoin Rebel podcast. Good to have you. So we just got back from Las Vegas. We were celebrating the 10K subscriber celebration of our good YouTube buddy, Mitch Ray. He's got a channel and is TA with Mitch Ray, and he does amazing technical analysis on all sorts of charts, Bitcoin, crypto included, as well as um, mainstream stock charts as well. Now he actually has 19,000 subscribers, so we're going to have to start planning that 20,000 subscriber celebration soon. (laughs) But anyways, we had a great time with some awesome uh, Bitcoin traders and just uh, party in Vegas with some really great people. So while we were in Vegas, we decided to mix business and pleasure um, and launch season two of the Crypto Street Pulse. So in case you haven't seen season one, it's on our Crypto Couple YouTube channel. It's called the Crypto Street Pulse. And we basically go out and ask random strangers what the heck they think about Bitcoin and crypto. So part of our motivation for doing this is we both have degrees in social sciences. Stacy has a degree in anthropology. Mm-hmm. I have a degree in geography, but I also have a background in economics. So we're very interested in finding out what the socioeconomic impact of Bitcoin may be on our culture. And the best way to honestly do that is to go out into the street and ask people because we spend a lot of time in the crypto community online, but that's not really giving us an idea of what the average person thinks about Bitcoin or thinks about cryptocurrency. So we realized the best way to normalize it and also figure out what people think is to actually go out and ask them. So we get our our camera and our microphone and we literally go out on the streets and stick our recording equipment in random people's face just to see what they have to say about it. Most people don't want to talk to us, honestly. Most people are like, what the heck are these people doing right now? These weirdos. So we're just interested to see what the impacts of Bitcoin are going to be on our culture because we honestly believe that we're moving towards mass adoption, where everyone's going to be realizing the efficiencies that are created through Bitcoin and allowing us to be our own bank and hold a sound money that is more valuable than a dollar that is controlled by a government, which can be devalued at any time through fractional reserve lending and the overprinting of dollars. Um, It allows us to basically hold the hardest money that has ever existed. So Las Vegas is a very interesting place, and we thought, what better place to start season two, episode one? One of the Crypto Street Pulse than in Las Vegas. <laughs> what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas. Unless so, you document it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Las Vegas has 
the most tourism in the world, our Uber driver told us, and also told us that they average over 800,000 visitors per week. That is absolutely insane. But what's also interesting about that is it makes it more of a global city, more of a global community. And the global community is one that is best served by Bitcoin at this point because it allows you to have a borderless bank. If you think about, you know, wiring money across the globe or using a bank card in another country, you're going to be paying a lot of fees to do either of those things. And with Bitcoin, the only fee you're going to be paying to transfer your value across the globe is a small transaction fee, a small mining fee. Yeah, and Las Vegas is actually really cool. They're super Bitcoin friendly. We stopped by the D Casino Hotel on Fremont Street, which is a Bitcoin friendly uh, casino. They accept Bitcoin at all of their restaurants in the casino. And they had a Bitcoin ATM that we hit up, which is one of the over 100 Bitcoin ATMs that is in the greater Las Vegas area. Which is amazing. So for season two of the Crypto Street Pulse, we were really excited to implement DropBit. And DropBit is an awesome new app that we learned about just before the Bitcoin 2019 conference. And we met some awesome team members of DropBit at the conference. And it basically is a mobile wallet that allows you to text message Bitcoin to someone. And another cool feature it has is not only can you text somebody Bitcoin, but you can also send it to their Twitter handle, which is really dang cool. So we thought, hey, why not merge the two? Why not merge DropBit and the Crypto Street Pulse and give away Bitcoin during our Crypto Street Pulse using DropBit. So that allows us to onboard people immediately into the Bitcoin ecosystem. And as at least for us, and I think that a lot of people have talked about it, that once you get those first few Satoshis under your belt, you really start paying attention to Bitcoin. You look at the price first, but then you start to research what it is exactly that you just got involved with. And so it's basically the Bitcoin black hole, the Bitcoin rabbit hole. The you, virus that we you also get call it. In. Yeah. yeah, you get infected. <laughs> also, we believe in this, and that's why we want to give it to them. I mean, this is our own personal money we're talking about here. We're not being sponsored by anybody yet, wink, wink. Uh, but we're just giving away Bitcoin to people because we believe that it's important to do that. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and roll some of those clips from our interviews on the streets of Las Vegas. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? My wife and I have a YouTube channel. We're asking people a few questions about Bitcoin, and we'll give you Bitcoin if you answer, like, a minute worth of questions. How about just a couple dollars I can get something to eat? I'm homeless. I'll give you a couple dollars. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, all right, all right. All right, so what have you heard about Bitcoin? Where did you first hear about it? I first heard about it on TV. They were saying over your computer you can get the Bitcoins, and they're worth a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard about Facebook trying to make a cryptocurrency? Yes, sir. All right, what do you think about that? I think if 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 it's really what it is, that people will go out for it and will be all for it. If it if it goes for profit like it says it does. Okay. Anything else you want to say to the people of YouTube? I just want to say to the people of YouTube, I'm homeless right now. Just got out of prison doing four years. Got out this June 19th. And for everybody, God bless everybody, man, and everybody can help out with a dollar or two when they see me to help support my, my, my habit, which is eating and having something to drink just to survive. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Hi, sir. How you doing? My wife and I have a YouTube channel, and we're interviewing people about Bitcoin. Uh, if you'd be interested in answering a couple questions, I'd give you some, I don't know some Bitcoin. Shit about Bitcoin. You don't know anything about Bitcoin? Do you know anything about Facebook's cryptocurrency? No. No. Okay. Well, thanks for your time. Thank you so much for stopping and talking to us. So we're basically just asking people what they know about Bitcoin and maybe where they heard about Bitcoin. 
Bitcoin, I first heard about it a few years ago um, when um, Ethereum came out. Um, and um, now Bitcoin now, I think Bitcoin is the um, gold of uh, cryptocurrency. Um, you know, the market kind of follows what Bitcoin does. And I think um, it'll probably be um, $100,000 in 2022. All right. Well, great. Obviously, you know a little bit about Bitcoin. Uh, so have you heard about Facebook coming out with a cryptocurrency yep. soon? What do you think about Facebook and their uh, cryptocurrency project? Libra, yep. Uh, I think it defeats the purpose of uh, decentralized ledger technology, having someone like Facebook kind of control the, you know, the, the currency. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it'll still be really successful, you know, um, and people will use it probably as the new um, money um, of the future in, in a lot of ways, buying things online. Um, but as far as, you know, storing money um, in a, a decentralized place, I think it, it probably won't be the, the place for true hardcore, you know, decentralized uh, ledger um, fans. So, Wonder Woman, can you tell me what you've heard about Bitcoin? Not much, really, because in Amazonia, we don't use a lot of computers, so I'm not really familiar with it. Well, what would you think of a currency that you could send to Superman, like, on the other side of the planet really easily? Would that appeal to you? That sounds great. Then I could send it to him even when he's in the Fortress of Solitude. That sounds fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Tell me what you've heard about Bitcoin. Um, that is an app, I think. <laughs> okay. And do you know like how the app works or anything like that? No. Have you heard anything good or bad like in the news about it at all? A long time ago, but not recently. What was it that you heard a long time ago? That some way, somehow, you can make money off of it. And would you ever think about buying any yourself? If I got more information on it, I would probably. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, so we're asking people what they've heard about Bitcoin. You said you've heard about Bitcoin before. What is it exactly you've heard? Anything? Just it's a cryptocurrency, so it's kind of like cashless currency. And yeah, that's. So when did you first hear about it? How long has it been? My friend invested in it about two years ago, but uh, he was trying to get me into it. But okay. apparently, you need a lot of money to start off to yeah. make it. You need money, kind of, to. Have you checked in with that friend? How did he do with his uh, Bitcoin? Well, about a year ago, he was up a good bit. I think he was up like 400%, but it's dropped in recent times, I think. So it's not, not as worth as much to him now as it was. I understand. That happened to me also. So have you heard about, uh, one last question, have you heard about Facebook and them trying to start their own cryptocurrency? No, I haven't heard about that. Not surprised, though. They yeah. usually put their finger on everything. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. So for me, the main takeaway in Las Vegas is that pretty much nobody wanted to talk to us. We probably asked 30 or 40 people, and most of them just kept walking, didn't even like try to stop and see what it was I was asking. And the ones who did stop quickly started walking again because they just weren't interested in interacting with anybody. It could have also had to deal with where we were. So we weren't on the Las Vegas Strip. We were on Fremont Street. And Fremont Street is a little bit more wild than the Strip. It has a lot of street performers. Um, and there's a lot of loud music. There's a lot going on. And the culture is very much these street performers everywhere that are interacting with the crowd and they're reaching out and there's uh, sexy cops dressed up that are trying to handcuff you and then you have to pay cash to get out of your handcuffs. So it kind of is an environment that makes you 
uh, kind of go within a little bit more and put your guard up a little more. So that could have been part of the problem that we had with getting people to connect with us on the streets of mm-hmm. Fremont Street. I think it would have been nice, actually, to have a hidden microphone so that we could have gotten a few more of the people that we actually interacted with. So one of the interesting interactions we had was with a half-dressed cowboy street performer. And I went up to him and was like, hey, I would love to tip you some Bitcoin if you'd be willing to come on camera and do an interview with us. And his answer was, nope, I'm not interested in Bitcoin. I want cash, which I thought was really interesting. And there was another group of gentlemen who saw our plight. They saw that we were being denied by multiple people asking them for interviews. And they asked us, well, hey, what are you interviewing people for? And we proceeded to get into kind of an argument uh, about economics. And this gentleman, uh, if you can call him that, was very interested in Keynesian economics and thought the Federal Reserve had saved us from numerous recessions and depressions over the years. And yeah, it was it was actually very interesting because pretty much everything he was saying sounded very familiar to the things that I was learning in my economics classes in college. So kind of just spouting out Keynesian economics. But not willing to put it on camera. No, he wasn't willing to put it on camera, which was annoying. I asked him a couple of times. So yeah, I should have had the microphone rolling. <laughs> should have had the microphone rolling. Yep. There's a quote from the Bitcoin standard that says you cannot insulate yourself from the consequences of others holding money that is harder than yours. And that's what we see Bitcoin as, this hard money, this sound money. And whether people want to jump on board or not, it doesn't matter because it's going to catch up to them eventually. If the value of their money becomes less and less, they're going to have to move towards that harder money. It's like you said, that Bitcoin black hole. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to one of the more, I don't know if I'd call it disturbing, but just one of the things that really made me think of about our experience interviewing people. And that was the first person that we interviewed. And he was a homeless man. And he had just gotten out of prison and basically said, hey, you know, I'll do an interview with you, but I really just need some money so I can go get some food. And that is... That is one of the questions that I have personally about Bitcoin is how is Bitcoin going to help people who aren't connected necessarily, you know, people who don't have a phone or people who don't have consistent access to the Internet? Because Bitcoin is a great idea and Bitcoin is sound money, but everybody should have the opportunity to have sound money. So what what options are there for homeless people? Well, and it's almost like the people who need it the most, the people who need that strong money the most instead of the currency that's being constantly devalued. Those are the homeless people. Those are the people on the poverty line. So it's unfortunate that the people who need the technology and the sound money the most are the ones who have the hardest time managing it and affording it because you have to have the tools, right? You have to have the phone and the wallet and the technology and you have to have the money because you have to basically either earn Bitcoin or buy Bitcoin. So, you know, it puts um, people who are at a disadvantage and need Bitcoin the most in kind of a precarious situation where they're having the hardest time accessing it as well. And I want to say that uh, some people can be helped through things like Lolly, which pays people Bitcoin for just shopping. And... At the same time, like, I don't know if a homeless person is necessarily shopping online. And to learn more about Lolly, we did do episode one of the Bitcoin Rebel podcast with Alex Adelman talking about Lolly. So if you are interested in earning Bitcoin when you shop online, definitely check that out. On a positive note, uh, Wonder Woman let us tip her in Bitcoin, which was really cool. And she said it was her first Bitcoin. So the super people have been 
onboarded. Uh, hopefully she'll share it with Superman. She says she's going to. Yep. <laughs> but like we mentioned earlier, she was the only street performer that was actually interested in being paid in Bitcoin. But thank you, Wonder Woman. You were a pleasure. All right. Well, I think that's all for now. So if you want to catch the full recording of the interviews, head over to our YouTube channel. If you're not already there, it's The Crypto Couple. And find The Crypto Street Pulse. It'll be the Las Vegas edition of Season 2, Episode 1. And everything will be linked below here as well. Also, definitely check out Drop It. You can download the Drop It app, and you can start sending your friends and family some Satoshis to get them started and do your part in onboarding newbies. Yeah, and on that note, we actually like to tip people in Bitcoin when we go out to the bar, when we go get our hair cut. We love to tip out our helpful service industry friends in Bitcoin because, once again, we're onboarding them. Um, usually we give them a double tip because we're giving them that fiat tip, and we're also giving them the Bitcoin tip. Um, so just an idea for all of you out there who would like to spread the good word of Bitcoin. All right, thanks again for listening to us here, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Bitcoin Rebel Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today to the Bitcoin Rebel Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and share it. For more, head over to our website, thecryptocouple.com, to see what we've been up to. And while you're there, connect with us on social media at The Crypto Couple. And until next time, come for the profit. Stay for the Bitcoin Revolution. Revolution.